Hi, good afternoon, everybody. I have just finished my torts exam, but I did not record all the content necessary that would have uh, been beneficial. I did go over everything, but there's a couple of lecture notes that I, I still want to go over from before the exam, uh, a couple of topics. And so these next three episodes is going to finish off torts. So we have statute of limitations. We've got damages, and then we also have strict liability. Those are our uh, three final things that we talked about. So, statute of limitations. What is the purpose of statute of limitations? And we talked about statute of limitations when it comes to procedure, civil procedure, but we did not talk about it when it comes to torts. Purpose of statute of limitations is to give the defendant amount, a reasonable amount of time for them to put up a defense. And it also keeps old and, uh, you could say, stale claims out of court. So what is the statute of limitations? Well, they simply refer to statutes that each jurisdiction have that say you have this certain amount of time to file your claim before uh, you can't file it anymore. If you file it after the amount of time that is designated in the statute of limitations, well, then you can't make a claim anymore. So how does the statute of limitations work? Generally, the statute of limitations is going to be about two years. It's going to vary by jurisdiction, but ultimately that's really what they're going to say. And now we have the, the discovery rule. So the discovery rule when it comes to statute of limitations is the statute of limitations starts when you discover your injury. So a lot of the time, the injury may not be detectable right away. So say you have a surgery, and the surgery goes well, but it was performed poorly, uh, and you, but you don't know that until later when you actually start hurting. It could even be a couple years down the road when you start hurting. And if it's a couple years down the road, well, if you say the statute of limitations started when you had the surgery, and it's a two-year statute of limitations, well, then you'd be out of luck. But the discovery rule says statute of limitations starts once you actually discover the injury. Or at least whether or not they should be aware of the injury at that time. What is the statute of repose? And so when it comes to medical, well, just overall, there are two really big kinds of statutes to repose. We have medical malpractice and we have product a liability. Statute of repose is just saying you have six years from the actual time when the negligent action took place. So it's kind of disconnected from the plaintiff's injury. Instead, it's connected to the negligent action. So for medical, it's going to be about six years since the time the negligent act happened. And there are a couple of examples where there are exceptions to this rule. If there's a foreign object that was unintentionally, that's the key word, left in the body, or if there is a continued act of negligence, uh, which is very difficult to prove because at that point you need to say that every single action really is a continued negligent act. Uh, those are the two exceptions to the statute of repose. But ultimately it's going to be about a six-year time period. What about products liability for statute of repose? These vary a lot more, but products liability tends to uh, last a lot longer. 
So the statute of repose is typically between 15 to 20 years from the time that the product was actually put into use. The exceptions to this is if there's a warranty that extends beyond the years that are outlined. So if it's a 20-year warranty, but there's a 15-year statute of repose, well, then the statute of repose is extended to the warranty time frame. Uh, if there's any misrepresentation or fraud, the statute of repose doesn't apply. Or if the product has any harmful material that can be exhibited more than 15 years later, where the injury occurs more than 15 years later, well, then that's another exception. And examples of that would be like silicone within the body, uh, any chemicals, transporting the chemicals. I think actually transportation to chemicals is determined that it doesn't meet this exception. Uh, but that's really statute of limitations, statute of, re of repose, and how they work within torts. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials. And the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.